welcome to the Sisters for Prevention Breast Cancer Resource Podcast and YouTube channels. I am your host, Judy Fitzgerald, and it is my great pleasure to bring you the latest information and strategies for breast cancer survival and prevention. I am a 12-year breast cancer survivor living with NED, no evidence of disease. My passion is supporting the primary prevention of breast and ovarian cancers. It is my great honor to serve as a consumer advocate for the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines developed by Dr. Vincent Tui at the Lerner Research Institute at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. 2021 was an exciting year for breast cancer. It was the year we launched the phase one clinical trial for the first preventive breast cancer vaccine. This vaccine is presently being tested on recently diagnosed triple negative breast cancer patients who have completed treatment. Our goal is to prevent recurrence in these patients. Sadly, triple negative breast cancer is the most lethal form of the disease and has the highest probability for recurrence within the first five years. So what's next? We will need support to complete all phases of the clinical trials to obtain FDA approval. Once the vaccine is proven safe and effective, the Cleveland Clinic has partnered with the Nixa Bioscience and their CEO, Dr. Amit Kumar, to commercialize the breast and ovarian cancer vaccines and make them available for use. For all things breast cancer and to remain updated on the vaccine's progress, please visit my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's www, the number four, sistersforprevention.com. And now it is my great pleasure to bring you today's program. Thank you for joining us. Hey guys, welcome back and thank you for joining me again. I'm your host, Judy Fitzgerald, and I'm here to help you with information on breast cancer, surviving breast cancer, living through breast cancer, with things I learned through doing research and also from networking with other survivors. So today I'm going to talk to you about two things that I was not aware of, and it caused me a bit of stress and anxiety because as you know, as a cancer survivor, every little ache and pain that you might have, you're thinking, it's back, it's back. But there are two explanations for these things. So I'm gonna read you, start out our conversation by reading you something that I got, that I found on the American Cancer Society's website. So. The first one, after having breast cancer surgery, some patients have problems with nerve or neuropathic pain in the chest wall or armpit and or arm that doesn't go away over time. This is called post-mastectomy pain syndrome or initials PMPS because it was first noticed in women who had mastectomies but it is not limited to women with mastectomies 
It can also happen after other types of breast-conserving surgery, such as lumpectomy. So the classic symptoms of PMPS are pain or like an electric shock or just difficulty um, raising your arm. These are all symptoms of PMPS. Now, because the surgery does affect your chest muscles, you have to understand that your shoulder is part of the chest muscle system. And statistics show that between 20 and 30% of women will develop some symptoms of breast or shoulder pain after surgery. It, it is most common after operations that remove tissue in the upper outside portion of the breast or the underarm area. So even with the lumpectomy, if your cancer was in the outer quadrant of the breast or if you had lymph node involvement, lymph nodes removed, then that could be why this applies to you. So post-mastectomy pain syndrome is thought to be linked to the damage done to the nerves in the armpit and the chest during surgery. But to be honest, they're really not sure what the causes are. So my story was that even though I had walked the wall and even though I had done my home PT after um, my mastectomy, I still ended up after my exchange surgery with a frozen shoulder. Now all this can happen at any time post-surgery and it could be triggered by anything. Mine was triggered by my uh, exchange surgery, but I was not warned that this could happen. And as a matter of fact, when I met with my physical therapist, she's like, I wish they would tell more women about this. So why aren't more women aware of it? Possibly because it is not discussed during normal post-surgery discussions. I guess they feel like if I tell you something, maybe you will imagine it, but these are not um, things that you imagine. These are true, true side effects, so we're going to talk about all of them um, later on in the discussion. So besides <clears throat> PMPS, there's also something called phantom breast syndrome, or PBS, not like the, not like the channel on TV, PBS, but PBS. So what PBS is, and I've experienced this, is that you feel it's, it's actually been studied in people that have limbs removed. And these, the symptoms are that you still feel like that appendage or that organ, like your breast, is still there, even though you might not have any feeling after mastectomy. So you just get this phantom uh, signal from that part of your body, like a little twinge, because either the nerves are regenerating or just the brain is sending a signal saying, hey, 
this thing is still there. So let's talk about that a little bit. So as it applies to our case, PBS is really the situation where patients begin having sensation of residual breast tissue. And these sensations can be either non-painful, but also painful. And when it becomes painful, it is called phantom breast pain. Now these are the symptoms. Pain, discomfort, itching, pins and needles, other sensations, tingling, pressure, burning, or throbbing. And the syndrome can start anytime following surgery, even years later. So if you get that little twinge, which I get in my left side quite often, and which freaked me out because although I had a double mastectomy, the left side was the side that actually had the invasive cancer. And the sneaky little thing is that the twinge always seems to come from the location where my invasive cancer was. Now, I don't know how to explain that, but in my mind, I've decided, well, maybe the nerves in that area were the ones that were damaged the most, and that's why I'm getting this uh, signal. But I have learned, thank goodness I am 11 years post mastectomy, and I've learned that when it comes, I know that I've had it before and I survived. The other thing that my surgeon and oncologist advised me is when cancer returns, usually the pain is something that is not solved by a Tylenol, last days on end, and cannot go away with any treatment, uh, any, I should say, pain-killing treatment. So my frozen shoulder I spoke about earlier, actually I needed to go to physical therapy, and that was a six-week program. But it's a good thing, a good rule to keep in mind. If you have pain and it doesn't last after you take uh, either Tylenol or ibuprofen or some over-the-counter painkiller, then you need to see um, your doctor. So therapies they found to help with this are acupuncture, massage or yoga, capsation, patches, and also CBD. A cream with CBD oil in it will help with this as well. So if you have tingling or burning or heaviness or any other sensation in your breast and it doesn't last more than three days and it goes away with an over-the-counter painkiller, then this is what you have. You either have phantom breast syndrome or post-mastectomy pain syndrome. So, I hope this has helped you. I hope you'll help me by hitting that subscribe button. And please watch my other videos. Please visit my website, www.sisters4prevention.com. And till then, after you hit the subscribe button, stay safe, stay healthy, and may God bless. And thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Feedspot.com. Your feedback is important in helping us select topics for future podcasts. To stay updated on the latest news about the vaccine clinical trial, please subscribe to my website, www.sistersforprevention.com. That's sisters, the number four, prevention.com. Also, please note that the topics discussed on this site are not meant to be used in lieu of medical advice. I am not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be. I am merely sharing what I have learned from personal experience, discussions with fellow survivors, and many hours of research. So for now, I'll leave you with my mantra, cancer is a word, not a sentence. So may God bless you and keep you. Till next time. Thank you.